Hey, Dan Talks listeners, I just got off the Zoom call with Jasmine Boyle, who is my high school running coach partner. How do I say this? We coached track together uh, for two summers when I was in high school, when we were both in high school. And it was so great to catch up with Jasmine because she is running the Boston Marathon on Monday. So by the time uh, you're listening to this on Tuesday, the 12th of October, I will have finished my marathon that I did on Monday and Jasmine will have finished the Boston Marathon that she did on Monday. So um, we will be running at the same time, but now I'm in the present, which is on uh, Saturday the 9th. So anyway, um, we'll be running at the same time, which is so funny to think about fast forwarding from the last time we were able to talk in high school to now and uh, I so enjoyed talking to Jasmine about running and her um, thoughts and feelings about the marathon coming up and uh, what running means to her um, in her life now and in the future and I hope um, that you are staying well I hope you're getting outside and I um, I challenge you to go on a jog it's good for you um, Enjoy Jasmine. She's a dream. Okay. I love you guys. Mwah. How are you doing, girl? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm, f- I'm nervous. I always get nervous. Uh, for what? For my marathon on Monday. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're still doing the Central Park. Um, I saw your shoes that you'll be wearing. Yes, except right? I'm doing it in Madison now. Oh, okay. Wisconsin. Yeah. I did two years in New York and then last year here in Madison and again in gotcha. Madison this year. But how are you feeling about Boston on Monday? I'm feeling really good now. Um, I went through kind of like a weekend of seasonal depression last weekend. The weather just turned all of a sudden. It got cold. It got dark. It was like raining for two days, kind of drizzly overcast. I didn't run, didn't do my last long run. And I texted my coach. I was like, I can't even get out of bed. Like it's so cold and dark out. Um, So this, this whole past week was just like, get myself to a place where I'm feeling good, excited. I went to Boston yesterday and picked up my bib, as you saw with the picture. Uh-huh. So now I'm just like letting all the feelings of excitement come in. So you have a coach. Yes. And tell me like who, tell me like the running organization that you're in. Um, so uh, with the coach, it's actually, he is a individual coach. Um, okay. So I got in contact to him through another running friend, um, a guy I went to college with, who I was talking to um, a few months ago. And this running friend, he was like, yeah, I'm going through this coach. Like, you you know, if you're interested in getting a coach for Boston and maybe reach out to him, like see if you guys hit it off. So I reached out. Um, We had like a connect call and... I mean, I was, I was open to anything. I've, I've only ran one other marathon, um, with a coach. So, um, yeah, we, he gives me like a training plan each week that I use through an app called training peaks. Um, I text him quite a bit <laughs> uh-huh. and, um, yeah. Yeah. Did you think about doing it by yourself? Like without a coach? Um, I, this time around, I did not because, so I did the virtual Boston marathon in 2020 and that I didn't have a coach for. Uh And 
Um, basically like if I want to do well at a marathon, I know that I need that coach accountability and someone to, um, talk with like when my workouts don't really go as planned to figure out pacing for me, um, to give me the confidence. Like when I had the weekend that I didn't do my long run and had the seasonal depression, I texted him. I'm like, like, am I, am I going to be okay if I don't do this long run? And he was like, yes, your fitness says you'll be fine. Like, even uh-huh. if it didn't, like, just someone to tell me that it will be okay. Uh-huh. I always so that... skip cross training days. Oh yeah. I, I'm like cross train. I'm like, <laughs> I walked to class and back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, uh, I, I did a flight of stairs. I did yeah. it. I live in a studio. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me too. I'm like, I did some yoga. It's like, I just do like arm stretches. Like before I get in the shower, I'm like, I cross train today. Kind of. Yeah, no, I have that. I have full transparency with him. I told him like, I'm not going to make it to a gym. Like, you know, we're going to do like the bare bones training plan, which I mean, he's fine with. Um, if I wanted to do more intense training to like run faster, then it would include strength training, a lot more yeah. discipline like that and everything. How many marathons have you done? I've technically done two now. So I did the Sugarloaf Marathon, which was my Boston qualifier and my first marathon ever. Uh-huh. Um, and then I did the Boston, the virtual Boston 2020 Um that one was terrible. My body just didn't work that day. So I don't really count that as like a marathon. But did you complete it? I did. Yeah. And what um, made you keep going? And like, what mile did you hit the wall? Um, those are great questions. Good job. <laughs> um, I hit the wall at mile 16. Um, I was about to say 16. To I <sighs> My second marathon, it was 16. It's, it's such a terrible place to hit the wall because you're like literally only 10 miles ago. Like that's like a short long run in mm-hmm. retrospect, because usually your long runs are like 18, 19, 20 miles right. long, 10 miles, like is like a workout um, distance. Mm-hmm. But so I, I was feeling kind of weird, um, kind of to set the scene. I was with four other girls uh, from Portland. Uh, we had all kind of been training together. We were all supposed to do Boston 2020. Um, and then a guy as well, who's also from the local running community who asked if he could join our group. So we had like um, three run groups from the community kind of out there on our course that we outlined. We made like a Facebook event. We had our families out there like cheering for us. My mom made a really cute sign. My sister made a really cute TikTok of the day. That's on my Instagram. Uh-huh. And um, so like had a really great start we had people taking pictures of us and cheering and everything the start is great it was yeah it was a lot of fun (laughs) when you're feeling great you're fresh like great breakfast you had pasta the night before oh yeah yeah okay yes you had pasta the night before you had i have a muffin in the morning and i'm like i'm ready and you feel great and you start jogging you're like i'm pacing myself like the first like three or four miles i'm like this is fabulous yeah exactly yeah it's it's such a trick <laughs> it's all lies it's, it's a, lie. a lie and then you get to and you're like I'm feeling great yeah and so we uh our course was going through a few lighthouses down in um southern Maine so we start at East End Beach like super accessible for everyone the first lighthouse that we go to is Bug Light then from there we went to Spring I oh know what's the other one um Spring Point, I think it's called, like Breakwater, the one with like the um, rocks and jetty that goes out to it. Yes. And then the third one, 
that we went to um, was Portland Headlight, naturally. So it was after Portland Headlight. Uh, we were in, I think, Two Light State Park. And I went to the bathroom there thinking that would, like, I don't know, clear things out a little bit. Yes. And um, went to the bathroom just fine. But then after, I just felt, like, depleted. It's like I got rid of, like, my fuel stash in the bathroom <laughs> or something. And... Um, so they, me and another girl, she stayed back with me and like we walked maybe a couple of miles out of the 10 miles left, but I was so slow. I started like playing music from my phone, which kind of helped. Um, and uh, what got me through, I mean, I just, I needed to finish. Like everyone was out there. I can't drop out. I needed to get to the finish line um, because one of our, one of the girls, her friend, he makes like high school theater props and so he was like I'm gonna make you guys a finish line and so he had this awesome I think it was just cardboard but it was a finish line and it was so cool so when we go down the hill towards Higgins Beach is where we were ending um they had it up and I started kind of like choking up and crying and I was like I gotta finish this like we prepared we did everything I made us little homemade medals and like I need to earn that (laughs) Uh uh-huh and did I needed you, to finish um, to finish my first Boston Marathon so I could get that medal too. Right. So they give you the medal or like send yeah. you the medal. Mm-hmm. And then since it was virtual, were they able to punt it for this year? Uh, not really. No. Kind of. So you could still qualify for this year. Like I could still use my 2019 race for this year. Um, but if you got into the 2020 race, it wasn't guaranteed that you would get into the 2021 in person. Uh Um, Brianna, one of the girls who I ran the virtual with, she was um, entered in the 2020. She initially didn't get into the 2021 because there were more people registering for it, that it included more people who had qualified. And so her time wasn't fast enough at first but she later got an email that said like more spots opened up um Uh so she's she's there now Uh uh-huh and um is your pr like 323 321 you can actually see it on there's there's my little dream board right there (laughs) oh oh there it is 321 my little um, window was blocking it um wow okay so do you have did you have a goal time for my first marathon yeah is that from sugarloaf yeah Okay. Yes. Yeah. The goal, like with, um, I knew I could run a, a BQ and I, I don't say that like concedingly. Um, it was just that that's BQ what, being like a Boston qualifier. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Boston qualifier. Yeah. Good one. Um, and so going in, like that's, I mean, what my previous fitness indicated that I could do, um, I knew a lot of runners who were at the same like fitness level or similar to it who had ran that time. Um, a Boston qualifying time is actually three thirty, three okay. hours and 30 minutes. Um, but the way that getting into Boston works, so say that they have, um, let's say 5,000 slots for the female, um, 20 to 29 age range, the fastest 5,000 get in. So you could run at 328 <laughs> and like, there could be 5,000 people who run, 325 and like you don't get in oh my gosh yeah um <clears throat> boston was the first i have an uncle who does or i should say 
I don't know if he's going to do another marathon, but he did a lot of marathons and Ironmans. Shout out to Uncle Bob. But the Boston Marathon was the first one that I ever saw. And to, so to me, like a marathon is the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Like New York is big and like a, its own spectacle, but like Boston to me is like the OG marathon route. And you grew up in New England too. So like yeah. that, I, that is the marathon for yes. us. And like, that's kind of the, the ultimate runner goal. Like you say that you started running track in middle school and people are like, oh, Boston Marathon. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen it? No, I've never been in Boston. This will be my first like ever. I, I did the course preview um, a few weeks ago. Thank God, because those are some real hills. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought people were joking. Heartbreak Hill. Oh my God. It's, that, it's not even the biggest hill though, in my opinion. I think it's the two hills before it that are bigger. And then Heartbreak is just like... I guess heartbreak is kind of like the final knockout. That's just yeah. like, you're already weak. <laughs> what mile is that? 20 something? No, it's, uh, yeah, actually it's like mile 18 through 20 is just like up and down hills. <sighs> it's a hard course. I mean, I forget. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I don't really know. I, we would just drive to one spot and then drive to another spot. And I remember we started at the beginning and people would shed their warm up clothes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have that on my to-do list to go to Goodwill and get some throwaway clothes. Yes. And the street was lined with like throwaway. And I was like, there's free clothes everywhere. Oh yeah. They don't want that stuff anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever see um, the Portland marathon or do the water station or anything? Yeah. The main marathon. Yes. Main marathon. Yeah. That was actually um, this past weekend. Um, So that was like the first in-person race, like since COVID and everything. Um, I so I graduated from University of Southern Maine in Portland, Gorham also. And so we volunteered at it each year. And um, yeah, so this past weekend, I was there and kind of feeding off the energy of everyone. It's like, okay, if they can do this. I can uh-huh. do this. <laughs> uh-huh. And there are people all shapes and sizes, ages <laughs> that do yeah. this thing. And that is, ex- that's exactly what I love about running. I literally said that the day of, I was like, I love this. Like there's people you know, people walking, people running, people going for personal records, Boston qualifiers, like course records kind of thing. People who are doing this competitively, people who are just doing this for themselves. I, I, that's so funny that you say it because I said the exact same thing. I was just like, I just love that. Like anyone can do this shape, size, um, gender, race, you name it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're out there, we're having fun. Like we're here for you. Yes. Did you always want to do a marathon? Um, actually, I found a piece. So I, I kept journals and diaries growing up like any girl. <laughs> and um, I found a piece in a notebook that said, um, I think I would do a triathlon before I did a marathon. And then it said something along like, but Annie thinks I'm going to do a marathon. <laughs> and um, so I said, I sent that picture to Annie. And I was like, well, looks like you were right. Um, I don't know why I thought I would do triathlons. I probably thought they would be more fun. Kind of the change in like swimming to biking to running. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I graduated college, I took a year off of running just to like recover. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm ready for like the next challenge, the next big accomplishment. And mm-hmm. that was Boston Marathon. What, um, what is the reason? So you wanted to do it because you wanted a challenge. Yeah. Yep. I like the, the challenge of the new accomplishments. 
Yeah. Um, Cause once I, once I had done the Boston marathon, then I took up uh, snowshoe running up in mountains and trails. <laughs> huh. So what does endurance sports or like running give you? Um, to me, it gives that like outlet for all of this energy. Um, that's why I, I really like got attracted to running when I started it in middle school. Um, because like lacrosse and soccer or field hockey, I would come home from practice and still have all this energy. So I wasn't really like physically pushing myself as much as I needed to in order to fall asleep at night. Um, so now running, it, it, it definitely gives me that energy outlet and to just like be moving my entire body. Um, I mean, I, I'll always promote like the endorphins that everyone talks about of running, like it kind of centers you, makes you feel good, gets you to that elevated mind feeling, um, gets you outside, gets you moving. So that was definitely a big thing, like in quarantine and COVID was just going outside, moving, like um, going into nature and um, yeah, like physically pushing myself to see like what, um, not necessarily my limits are, but like what I can do with my body. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're more creative when you're, or like you can have more creative thoughts when you run? Uh, I'm not necessarily in that category. I kind of zone out um, when uh -huh. I run. I don't have a, too much like active thoughts. Running is kind of my quiet times in a sense. Um, I've started listening to music a lot more like since I wasn't running with anyone the past couple of years with COVID. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of zone out in my running. But when I get back, that's when I definitely have the more like level thoughts and like you get the blood flowing. So definitely more productive um, in general, even with just an easy run a day. Yeah. I always have a feeling with big races that I like, I sort of dread them in a way. Mm. Do you feel that dread or are you like just excited? Uh, for the Boston Marathon specifically, I do a little <laughs> bit. It's just, I mean, There's it's a such a long race. Like I, long I, was getting, race. I was getting bored on some of my long runs, literally getting bored. Like I was doing fine physically, but I was like, I need to like stimulate my brain or I can't do this. Um, so race day, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. There's going to be so many people, like I'm going to be in a new place, things to look at and everything. Um, but yeah, long runs were definitely, they were really tough this year because I was getting bored during them. <laughs> that, I don't think I ever got bored. I was always, I would just get really tired at the end and just be like, I just don't want to feel worse. I just don't want to feel yeah. worse. Like I was okay with the calmness because it really is only like a few hours or like two or three hours. Yeah. I just took like a two hour nap. I could have like, I could do a log run. In two right. Hours. Right. <laughs> this, this was a thought I had last year when I was doing the marathon is I was on, I forget what mile. But I remember thinking, like, this is just a morning. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to do this all day. Like, it's a very long race, but it's also, like, four-ish hours. Yeah. It's, Which, and, like, you can do like, a lot in four. Or, like, Exactly. You can do anything in four hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, like, two to three loads of laundry. Yes. In four hours. A couple or that's, like, two very long movies. Yes. <laughs> do you um, have, like rationalizations like that that help you when you're like in the middle of 
I always call it the third lap mm. syndrome where it's like, you're more than halfway done, but still have so much further to go. Are there mantras or things that you tell yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to pin some down um, to use for this weekend. Um, I was big on those in college. I would always write one on my arm of like whatever kind of stuck with me. So whether it's, um, it's usually, for me, it's usually something along the lines of like telling myself in some way that like I'm strong, I deserve to be here. Um, like I got this, um, or, um, like, uh, reminding myself, like, I'm so grateful to be here. Um, so even if the race isn't going exactly how I want to be, like reminding myself to live in the moment, look at the crowds, look at the signs, look at the scenery, um, kind of distract yourself if things aren't going very well. So, yeah, my mantras are, are usually something along those lines. Um, I guess kind of my favorite one is uh, one from Steve Prefontaine. He said, I run best when I run free. And so run free is kind of my mantra to the point that um, I actually have run free tattooed on my shoulder blade in my handwriting. Because um, that's something that really stuck with me. Like in college, that's kind of when I started using that mantra. It was just like, okay, just run free, you know if that includes running a little bit faster on an easy day because you feel good, just run free, like do it. If it includes walking on what's supposed to be a hard day, like do what your body or your mind is telling you to don't put any limits on it. Don't compare yourself to others. Just run free. Mm -hmm. When you're on a, um, a long run or like a training run and you, um, there's another like casual runner on mm -hmm. the same trail. Do you still um, like pass them with authority and like speed up a little? It depends on the day. <laughs> it depends That's on cool. how I'm feeling. <laughs> like I'm like pass like with conviction and I'm like, it's Tuesday. Like I can calm down. That's <laughs> exactly. It's Tuesday. <laughs> but it's like the high school cross country thing of like, don't pass people slowly. Like, <laughs> Oh, it is. Yeah. You got to like puff your chest up a little bit. Like it was uh, put an emphasis on your form. You yes, know, you have to like, demoralize your head them. Down. You like, don't really stare at them. <laughs> yes, yes. And like, just be like, yeah, demoralize them. Don't be really confident. Like, demoralize them. Yes, yeah. like pass quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't need to do You're this. Like, Dad, it's Tuesday. Chill. Yes. <laughs> Sit down. And in the marathon, there's a, well, like a proper marathon, like you're doing, there's going to be a million people mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. No, it, it depends on the day for me. I mean, if, if I have, if it's a workout or if I'm doing like a faster, easy run, then yeah. And if, if, if that's, what's motivating you to go a little bit faster, like then go for it. Or mm -hmm. if, if you're the one passing me and like, that's what you need to feel good, like do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, you shouldn't take anything that personal, especially on race day. Yes. Do you see any or do you think about metaphors between running and life or not really? Um, I kind of do. Um, sort of like the life is a marathon, not a sprint. Sort I of mean, marathon. yeah, in a way, like that would be one sign for the kitchen. But like, yeah, <laughs> like do you feel like let, running has taught you lessons that you apply to your life? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think a lot kind of came to me naturally. Like that's kind of how I always was even before I started running was um, just someone who started work, who like works hard, is determined, finish what I started, give it my all. I'm never going to give less than a hundred percent to something. Um, 
but it, it definitely taught me a lot of like self-discipline um, more so than what, what, what I ever would have learned myself. Um, definitely the importance of teamwork, importance of uh, how important it is to help people feel included in the team um, and the importance of still enjoying what you do, even with all that kind of pressure of on yourself or on a team. Um, still so important to be able to have fun with it too. I always felt like cross country and track was like a haven for the um, sort of an island of misfit toys. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. In the best way possible though. And yes. like we all came together. Um, I mean, that's what I, that's what I look back and loved about high school is that I was interacting with kids that I never would have been friends with. Like we're just very different people. Um, but I could name some people now that I'm like, yeah, if, if I met up with them or if they reached out to me, like you did, you know, I, I would say yes and be like, yeah, let's, let's do this. I'm, I'm absolutely willing to help you out. I saw one of the guys from the high school team, he was performing, I think just solo guitar and uh, microphone at a pub in Brunswick. And, um, that's exactly something, you know, we said hi to each other. I messaged him afterwards, liked his uh, musician page on Facebook. So it's um, that great su support that we can build off of just knowing each other from the same cross country team in high school. Mm -hmm. I also feel like distance runners are better partners. Yeah. Do you just agree? Just in general. In general. I think we like, I think we commit. I think we're consistent. Mm -hmm. I think we're happy that someone likes us. Yeah. I, I mean, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for others on that because I'm, I'm actually, I don't know if I'm like physically attracted to other runners. I've like never dated yeah, another distance runner. Well, that, Running yeah. is my thing. It's not yeah. our thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't you think you're a good partner? Oh God, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I'm like the perfect girlfriend. <laughs> Consistent, dedicated, yep. will like stay through workout, like through hard workout, hard times. Yeah, exactly. Our relationship is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you in love? Do you have um, a love of your life? You don't need to talk about it if you don't care, if you don't care to. No, I mean, I listened to your podcast um, yesterday. So um, I, I kind of got a feel of like what you know, questions this is a were coming question. my way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I was in, um, what was it? Almost a four year relationship until, um, the end of 2020. Um, we ended that, um, due to various reasons. Um, and now I kind of have a, I call him my man. who's not my man, um, relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah. But well, he's, he's like, oh yeah. He's sorry. What? No, you finished the sentence. He's in PA school. He's in, uh, he's doing a rotation in Montana currently. So gotcha. he's my, yeah, secret boyfriend, I guess. Gotcha. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. We're all over each other's social media, so it's not a secret. Uh-huh. But we're not dating. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Finger this is a shout out to him that yeah. commitment should come down the pike because we have a really, I mean, what more eligible bachelorette. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, that was actually one of my first episodes, or one of your first episodes that I listened to. You were talking about The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah, it was Stephanie. Yeah. She, yeah, Stephanie is great at breaking down reality shows. Yeah. Um, what do you remember from our time coaching track together in high school? 
Oh man, I remember that we knew you were gonna come out of the closet in college and you couldn't have been more right. <laughs> that was like the loud subtext throughout the whole yeah. I just remember having so much fun with you and like we you, me and Farron was Julie there as well? Julie um, Mateko? Jay yeah, who goes by Jay now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um Jay was there, I think, both years. Okay. Yeah, so I, oh, yes, yes. Uh, Does she, is it she pronouns? I I haven't been in touch. I think she uses that. Okay. So I remember, I mean, all of us just having so much fun together. And um, yeah, so they were there at the pasta party that we had. We had a couple of pasta parties that I remember pretty well. And I just remember like laughing with everyone all summer long and just having so much fun. We had a good Which you time. can see in our pictures from the state meet with our tie-dye t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> it was, coaching summer drag is still probably my favorite job I've ever had. Oh, absolutely. Would highly recommend. Even if you don't know track, if you don't know what you're doing, just track will take you. We'll accept anyone. It's running. We'll give you something to do. I'm remember, finding that picture now because it's it <laughs> needs to be shared. I remember asking um, Miss Fournier, the, my high school track coach. <laughs> how to run hi um how to run the 800 like strategically because it's the longest race where you don't have your um own lane Mm -hmm. and she looked at me and said it's two laps (laughs) it's like you you run one lap as fast as you can and then the other lap faster yeah she said you just run go as fast as you can and i'm like thanks so much i don't this no i can't (laughs) (laughs) are you able to find it Yes, I wanted to okay, wait till so you were done instead of interrupting. This isn't going to be on. Wait this is obviously for... audio only. <gasps> Come on, the lighting needs to. I know this photo. Oh yeah. Well, I'll send it to you. No, I know that photo. Oh my God. You're such a it's us for, for listeners. <laughs> yeah, I am Ako Taco. I, I say Ako Taco all the time. Um, it was. It's the three of us in the tie dye, and we're all doing like poses, like America's Next Top Model poses. Because I'm sure we talked about that. Oh my god! And our faces are just ridiculous. So Farron and I both have a hand on our hip. We're all wearing these very poorly tie dyed T-shirts. I forget what you tried to do with yours. You tried to do something abstract, and it just turned out <laughs> looking like it was like splatter paint tie dye. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's on very on. Your shirt's a little bit small too. I think you had like a kid's shirt. You're wearing like big basketball shorts. It's a rough. <laughs> it was a rough period. I still it wear was. basketball shorts from when I run the marathon. I did it when I did the first one like three. Must have been three or four years ago. I I because I always wore was that the pink boots one. The one before that. What did you wear in the yeah. one before? Uh, they were just black sort of gladiator. Okay. Okay. Heels. For some reason, I thought that was the second one, but okay. Yeah. And I only wear the heels at the end. I run in sneakers yep. and yep. then I finish in the heels just to clarify yep. for if people, I mean, everyone listening knows about this because that's all I talk about. Um, well, what was my point? I didn't have, oh, I wear basketball shorts hmm. still. That's respect. Those are hard to run a marathon in. They're heavy. I would, get, I would get so much chafing in those. There's a lot of material. Well, there, there kind of is a lot of material, but I wear Under Armour under it. Oh, okay, okay. I, okay. I have not changed at all since high school. <laughs> Still running in the same like Jordan shorts. It's very that. It's very Nike like from Nike Factory Storm Freeport where I used to work. Oh, okay. Oh my, that's right. That's I even visited I you there once. It. Yes. It's yes. coming back. It's coming. I back. was the shoe girl. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, um, 
how how long do you walk in the boots after the marathon um like a, it's kind of long it's probably like a quarter mile is that like two blocks yeah NYC like three blocks distance three blocks like three okay. blocks nyc or maybe okay. a little longer four i was i was telling people about it i was like i think he just kind of i was like i think it's a block maybe but yeah, yeah. okay well in new york i finished in um in Central Park on Poets yep. Walk, or which is this long sort of r- natural runway. And then here in Madison, I finished on MLK Junior Boulevard, which is like this big main street that's three blocks long. Oh, that okay. goes from this terrace to the Capitol building, which is where I stopped. So it's not really a set distance. It's kind of uh, however long your runway is. Yes, I try it. to find the most like sort of photogenic framed yep. like ending. Yeah. That's like the queen in me, you know. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> yeah, it's your moment. Um, it's so funny that we had so much fun and the whole time I was just, you know, in the glass closet and y'all just like tapping your foot outside. I know. We were like, we were like it's, it'll happen. We just, we'll let it happen naturally. Um, <laughs> my last question for you is what role do you think running is going to play in your life? Um, Cause it doesn't I mean, end at Boston. No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, I, I picture myself always running. <clears throat> um, I, I, think I'll always be running competitively in some sense, like at some point, um, like I'll take some time off of Boston to get back to enjoying running. Um, because if you think about it, I've been training for this Boston marathon since 2019. Um, so I'm pretty tired. (laughs) Um, so I'm just going to take some time, enjoy it. Um, run with friends and everything that I've been doing now, but I'll do it a lot more casually. So the role that running will play in my life, I mean, it's it's really been building my community. Um, that's how I've met so many friends, how I'm still meeting new friends. Um, a girl who will all be running with on Monday, we literally just met a few months ago because she moved to Maine with her husband from California and we met through running and we're both doing Boston. Um, so that's definitely what I still see it um, contributing to my life is the added interaction with people um, that I normally just wouldn't interact with. Um, today, when I did an easy run, <clears throat> sorry, with one of my girlfriends, uh, I stopped running before she did. She was doing a longer, faster run. So I go to my car and there's a man there. He has like a shopping cart and stuff. And we had seen him before, like hanging around. And he goes, why do you stop running? Like, you guys left each other. You were supposed to be running together. And I told him, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm running a race. She's not. She's running faster today. And then we just started talking about Boston. And he knew about Heartbreak Hill. And we talked about how I'm going to get my nails done today for it. And um, he got excited. He was like, well, good luck. Like, I'll be cheering for you. And like, I never would have talked to to someone like that if I wasn't out there running. so it, it just brings so much into my life, um, not just interactions with people, but kind of a purpose in a sense. Um, you know, the dream board there, you can see I have some uh, bibs up on my wall. Um, I get pretty nostalgic and sentimental. Um, so, yeah. Well, Jasmine, I when I was growing up, um, I had on my door a pulled sign that I think it was a parking sign from Boston that was on a telephone pole but it's this um image of someone running or like an outline of someone running and it um said no stopping Monday 
Mm-hmm. And it was a, a runner. It was from the marathon route in Boston. So to you, I say no stopping Monday. I love that. I don't plan to, but that, that might go, that might be what goes on my arm come Monday morning. No stopping Monday. Have the best time and run free, Jasmine. Thank you, Dan.